0: Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey Brain Stuff, I'm Christian Sager. When people start throwing around the term brain orgasm, it definitely gets your attention, e- even more than brain stuff, right? But that's just one way that autonomous sensory meridian response or ASMR has captured the interest of one corner of the internet. Another is ASMR's effect itself. It's described by many as a satisfying tingle running from the top of your head down your spine. It causes a variety of sensory stimuli from the sound of whispering, to the sight of someone combing their own hair. And I have to admit, I experience it myself. And look, if it's true, who doesn't want to feel good and relaxed? So let's examine what ASMR is, what triggers it, how science responds to it, and how its online community works. Maybe then we'll get a little closer to unraveling its mystery. The actual term ASMR was coined by healthcare IT professional Jen Allen, who also started a research institute dedicated to analyzing the euphoric phenomenon. The orgasm association isn't necessarily sexual, but ASMR does feel... Comparably good. Each individual responds to sensory triggers differently, but in general, ASMR is described as meditative and soothing. Trigger examples include light sounds of crinkling, a person whispering slowly, or someone completing a task with personal attention, like painting or cutting hair. ASMR is described much like synesthesia, the phenomenon where one sense produces the experience of another, like when you hear a musical note as a color, or you see a letter as a flavor. The merger of these senses is extreme compared to normal sensations. Not everyone can experience it, and, like synesthesia a few years back, ASMR is having trouble getting recognition in the scientific community. In fact, because the term isn't medically recognized, there's been a prolonged battle over whether or not it should even have a Wikipedia entry. Research on ASMR is still in its infancy, but neuroscientist Stephen Novella believes it likely has real neurological causes that could potentially be miniature seizures or hardwired evolutionary reactions. Wow. Other people theorize that dopamine or serotonin are involved or that it's a bonding phenomenon connected to mother-child nurturing, releasing the hormone oxytocin. The sound of a young woman's calm, reassuring voice obviously reminds us of our ideal infancy. So. This seems reasonable. If you've never experienced ASMR and want to try it out, I've got good news. There is a whole community online primarily cultivated by whisperer videos where people called evokers record ASMR triggers by speaking softly and making sounds with objects like feathers, brushes, and plastic bags. Evokers tend to be young women who often play roles like travel agents, hairdressers, or optometrists. When an evoker uses a 3D microphone, the triggers intensify, providing an auditory experience that moves up close and personal. This isn't just a niche group, either. Hundreds of evokers are uploading thousands of videos to help their viewers relax. Some hope to lull insomniacs to sleep, while others... Simply purse their lips provocatively and say things like, I would like to blow smoke into you. There are male evokers, too, but they're rarely welcomed by the ASMR community, possibly due to the cultural expectations of gender roles and nurturing. But that's a double-edged sword when the most popular videos feature young women on YouTube, not exactly known for its sympathetic humanitarians. Read the comments on any ASMR video and you'll see battles play out between trolls and defenders of the host. In 2012, a prolific Evoker's YouTube account was actually hacked to portray her as a pedophile, eventually driving her away from the community. Despite this incident, the ASMR community is mostly democratic and provides a shared experience for those who can feel the tingle of the brain orgasm.